0: Welcome to Awake with Javon. My name is Javon, and I have today Marianne Rogers, a past-life regressionist and spiritual intuitive that uh, I've had uh, personal experience with. And uh, let me just say, Marianne, I, uh, le- when you start talking, there's something very uh, soothing about your voice. I, I, like-, I like listening to you.
1: That's nice. Thank you. It's I don't it. hear that. I can't say I hear that too much, but all right.
0: <laughs> I don't know if it's the, the, the tone of your voice or just kind of who you are, but it's, it's, um, it's nice to hear your voice again. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. So with this show is about um, it's about being awake and discovering guides that point the way and you are in the business of helping people. Um rediscover not discover, but rediscover who they are, uh where they're from, what they're doing uh, the the nature of this game that that uh most people call life and mm-hmm. um wow what a what a crazy what a crazy thing that we're that we're doing right now, and in the context of being awake, uh my question for you that I like to start off with is wh- what is it? What does it mean to be awake uh, to you?
1: Mm, that's a massive
0: question. Yeah. I think we
1: could for an hour about that.
0: I might <laughs> interrupt you if you go for an hour, but that's... Yeah, no. Yeah. wow.
1: Well, Stop me if I do. <laughs> um, being awake. Well, some could say we're not because we're in this dream. We think we're awake or we're in the process of awakening from the illusion of separation. So, you know, I am a student of a course in miracles, so I adhere to that. It's really a non-dualistic teaching, so it's saying that there's only God. So these are the sort of concepts that I'm into these days is this pure non-dualism. It's hard to live by because we're in this dream, and you're over there and I'm over here, and it appears that we're separate, and you know, everything in the dream tells us something else. No. But I believe there's only God dreaming. And so the awakening process is we all, we're really one, but we're all waking up. And we ten, it's, it appears that we do that at separate times. Mm-hmm. Now we have to talk in dualistic terms like time and space. So it appears that we're doing it, you know, you may be doing it faster than me. It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, we're all going to wake up eventually it might take a million more years in time and space and the linear story that we tell ourselves
0: right so so we're god but i think, but I think
1: in in a in a in terms that people could understand sorry to cut you off what we're you gonna yes, ask
0: cut me off but, right.
1: oh, I'm, I'm real good at doing that so don't give me any <laughs> license
0: kind of yeah.
1: um I think, you know, that's a in lofty terms, like there's only God. Okay, that's great. Well, how do I get there? How do I get into that awareness? So I think in a incremental terms, it is an increased state of awareness of your true nature. Yes. So coming out, so it's it's sort of an incremental, has to be an increment. So we have to wake up gently. We can't It just be like shaking a baby that's having a nightmare awake. You wouldn't do that. That would be cruel or that would be startling. So to the ego that's very invested in this fearful story here, it has to be a gentle awakening or we'd be ter- become terrified. Mm-hmm. So how we do that is we, and, and it appears that we sort of wake up in these levels like I'm waking up to the truth about the world or I'm waking up to the truth about this story. In the dream you know politics you could say you're waking up to the truth behind this party or that party Mm -hmm. people think they're waking up like to that but no you're still within the dream context so um
0: anytime so basically any time that i'm separate from anything uh, i'm still in the dream
1: yeah yeah so we're still here we still appear to be here as we're undoing the separation nightmare you could say, which is definitely how it feels right now.
0: So <laughs> you know, let's, let's talk right. about this. There's a, there's an ultimate waking up, which is, mm-hmm. which is inevitable. Uh, right. That's my words, but I think that yeah,
1: I, I think so.
0: The waking yeah. up is inevitable. Uh, now it may not happen in a lifetime. It may not happen in lifetimes. And, and as a past life regressionist, you've seen people not waking up for lifetimes. Uh, right. Right. And yeah. And
1: myself. Uh, well
0: yeah that's most <laughs> of us right
1: yeah uh, yeah and it's not everybody's goal some people are quite happy in the in the dream yeah you know, not everybody wants to wake up they like, like the,
0: movie, the matrix like can you put me back <laughs> into the matrix i miss, i miss the stake i miss the well
1: once you start waking up you know you, you care you you want peace and it
0: feels better
1: to be more of who you really are because that's part of the awakening process is that revelation of the true self right yeah so where was i going with that
0: i don't know but it sounded good anyway
1: what were you what what did you ask me what were you gonna ask
0: uh i I have no idea what i was gonna ask you however let's so uh, let's talk about uh we'll chunk this down into plain. Playing the game, how about that? Because the okay. be inevitable waking up, which is going to happen to everybody eventually, uh, yeah. And it may not be in our cards that it happens now, but we can also we can play the game of the illusion of separate personality uh, better, right? We can play it more peacefully. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, how what would be what uh, what is what does that look like? And and tell me, as a past life regressionist or a spiritual intuitive, how do you help people? Uh, I keep on saying game, but it's kind of like a game that we're playing with ourselves.
1: Uh, Yeah, you could. We
0: are ultimately the same one. If we are ultimately God dreaming that we're us so we can have a separate experience, how do we have this experience thinking we're separate more peacefully? Is that possible? Or or is that what we're doing here? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Um, The key is forgiveness. And this is not your parents', grandparents' forgiveness. This is quantum forgiveness which the course talks about is remembering that you're dreaming and then forgiving it from that place like nothing ever happened so it's much different to um oh you really hurt me you're a guilty bastard and now i'm gonna be charitable and forgive you that's yeah. the old newtonian idea of forgiveness right That
0: bad thing good and pretend and
1: so sorry
0: yeah, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna call that bad thing good and just pretend like it's good.
1: It's like, yeah, it's sort of like you really hurt me, but I'm gonna do something nice for you and forgive it. Whereas the quant- quantum forgiveness or re- true forgiveness, uh, from a course perspective, is look, I'm dreaming this up. I'm doing this to myself. Nothing's ever really happened. You are me, and so do I want to hold you guilty because I'm actually holding myself guilty because we are one in the same. Mm. So I'm doing it to really release myself. So every time I extend forgiveness, you know, I'm releasing myself from the illusion. So I'm actually undoing the illusion by using forgiveness. But the trick is you got to remember you're dreaming. So it's sort of like, um, otherwise you're just going to make it real and reinforce the illusion. You're not actually undoing it. So, if I dreamt last night that you killed me and I woke up today and I was really pissed off at you. Right. right? That's sort of what we're doing in the dream. I'm just like, it really happened. You really hurt me. Yeah. Kill- Killing might be a bit extreme, but to you, serve a point. You wake you up and like,
0: why did you do that to me? And then you'll yeah. get an action.
1: And then you'll be like, oh wait, I dreamt that whole thing up. Now it's much easier to forgive you from a place of, oh, it was just in my mind then you really did it. You really did something. So if we can go, so I have to go there. This is what works for me is going, I dreamt it up. Now I can forgive it from a place of it never happened because actually I need you to get home because I need to see, it's too painful for me to see my stuff in me. I have to project it out on the screen, in the movie, in the game, onto you so that it's outside of me because guilt feels so gross that I have to like project it out there and put it on you. So now you're guilty and I'm free,
0: mm. but
1: really it's just keeping the whole thing going. So, the, you know, and use this year, you know, use this year for forgiveness. Boy, if there's not a lot of ton of opportunities and, you know, I'm as passionate about anybody else, even though I know I'm in a dream scenario, I still get into, the rhetoric of the day and which side you know, I have a side and a team and I hope someone a certain person wins and you know, I'm into that too, but I have to remember like, I'm doing this to myself. I'm making these figures up there in my dream and I need them to be wrong. And it's the classic victim story, you know, this, the good guy and the bad guy and uh, you know, a victim to this dream and I'm doing it to myself. Mm. That's the irony. So I'm doing it to myself. And I think I'm a victim here. And these people have done me wrong and poor me. And that's just going to keep me stuck. And that's going to get me coming right back into another body to be a victim over again. Now, I know that is very similar to my pattern in other lifetimes is this victim story. Like I'm always sort of the smarter in these other lifetimes. Often, you know, trying to go for good and then I get bumped off my path or something. So now it's like, okay, let's stop doing that. Let's stop being a victim to everything and everyone and the economy and the this and the, that and the neighbors and you know, it goes on and on forever. So, and it's like, see it as what it is. It's actually, we're trying to wake ourselves up, but we don't really know how to do it. So it comes in increments. You can't wake up all at once. It has to be a bit of a process, and you just start undoing, all you really have to do is forgive whatever is pissing you off on any given day. Is remember, I'm dreaming, I'm doing this to myself,
0: Mm -hmm. and my
1: thoughts are causing me to suffer. I'm keeping myself in hell, and it's only by my thoughts. Like We can suffer incredibly with one thought. We can go right to hell on this one thought. It shouldn't be this way. It should be like this. If this person was different, I'd be happy. All these things, right? Now, if I can just if I can just look at that one thought, why am I suffering today and bring it to the light and see it again based on am I in heaven or hell right now? Am I torturing myself with these thoughts? Am I scaring myself or am I liberating myself? Am I remembering the truth about where I really am? So we talk about the dream, but the good news is where I really am is I'm still in the mind of God. Mm. Or I'm still at home in love. Mm. I've never really left. I've only left in dreams. So that we've got to remember that because if we just go, on dreaming all the time, then it's like it can get a bit meaningless. Because it's just a dream. What does it matter? Well, it does matter because of where I really am. And I just want to get back to that in my thoughts. Starts with thoughts. Like you can go right back there today. You don't have to wait to do some long process of waking up you can just go there right now that's the beauty of it awakening Mm. is it could be now and even though i'm not completely awake like i've still got the ego to undo i can still find peace in this moment Mm. because i remember the truth about me and i remember where i really am so the course
0: right and the course starts uh in the workbook anyway leading that process of um, how all these things that we think are things are just thoughts about the things, you know that whatever. Yeah.
1: What about? It's your thought about something. The
0: table means nothing. The yeah. This all these things that I think have meaning are really just meaningless, and I put meaning on them by my thoughts. Yeah. And how? Uh, and, and then it ends the workbook by talking about how our brother is our salvation, uh, right? And through forgiveness, we we get to experience our salvation by our brother being, uh, being our salvation. How, how, does, how does that tie into what you just said?
1: Yeah, our brother is our salvation because we need that mirror. We need each other. And even though we um, trigger each other, upset each other, all that, it's actually revealing our own hidden hates about ourselves. It's the things we don't like in us. So I have to blame you for it or put it on you. Mm. And then I can see it because it's too painful to see it in me. So that's why we kind of need each other to be these mirrors, even though it's like, oh, you know, we can really rub each other the wrong way, especially in this sort of climate we're in right now. Um, So, you know, what you could do as a radical experiment is take someone you really don't like, probably not hard to find right now. Um, and list everything about them you can't, you don't like and be petty and judgmental and just let it rip and then see it. And then once you're done with that list, go back and see where you might find that in yourself Mm. and then forgive it in yourself. And then that person probably won't trigger you as much because they're actually just showing you where um, the call for love is in yourself. Mm Mm-hmm where there's a deficit in me, where I'm actually judging myself. So all my judgments are actually how I feel about myself. Yeah. And, and some if people I, have a lot of judgments and some people have, a, you know, less judgments. Depends
0: and what kind of lives that, you've uh, had,
1: what you've gone through.
0: If I didn't have those judgments or stuck thought forms, uh, all, I would just look around seeing beautiful expressions of God, I would assume. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, so as we undo that, that's what we're making room for. That's what we're doing. So it, it might seem like you're peeling the onion forever, but if you really do the forgiveness lessons the right way in terms of remember, it's just an illusion. Yeah. It's like going to a movie and you think that, you know, remember like you ever gone to a movie and you're in some action movie or some thriller and you forget you're in a movie, you know, you forget that, that nothing can really come through the screen or a 3d would be an even better example, because it's like, it's really coming at you. Mm -hmm. you know and you sort of move back you got your glasses on and you forget oh that's right it's just a movie right it's only your interpretation it's only that you get upset by the thriller or the horror that's the problem it's not the screen The screen you could go up and touch it it's benign it's very much like that in the dream it's just what we give meaning to it like you know you're having a great year that's the meaning you've given this year other people could be suicidal about this year because yeah. that's what they've given that they've given all their power away and said this year sucks this yeah. is the worst year ever and then well, you've got somebody else going this is the best year i've ever right so it's my, all about me. And,
0: and my my good year had to do and it is it's true we were talking before we started recording yeah i've had the most profound one of the most profound years of my life uh, yep. But for me, it had to do all about what you're talking about, forgiving, which is synonymous to me in letting go. And what I'm letting go is uh, my story about yeah. what life. is. And as I've let it go, it's been this beautiful open space, uh, like a void almost, but it's immediately filled up with this abundant love of God. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really still, which makes me personally uncomfortable because I'm, a, uh, I'm very addicted to activity. <laughs> and uh, right. it's been a beautiful space though there's something new has been nurturing and growing uh, yeah grew me in that in that uh, seeming void it's not it's not a void, but it seemed like a void at first.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that because that's it's similar to how I felt this year too. like it's not an outward success that I'd be excited about anyway. it's the internal um shifts that have happened and I do think for many of us we needed a really unique time to but you know simply even for some just be forced to stop like forced to slow down. Mm-hmm. It's like we'll just take this year off is sort of how it feels and, and know it like you know no offense to anybody that's battled with illness or you know losing their jobs, anything like that. But no. you know, um it's like whatever happens in the world there's always like there's always a gift there's always something in it like even when it seems you know that whole silver lining thing i guess so that it gives me confidence and not worry so much about like say who gets in or how the world appears because you know there's a vibration you can live in that doesn't really it doesn't really matter like it doesn't matter Mm-hmm. Just, you know you, you create your own environment you live in your own
0: yeah tell me about know, vibration more feel. what 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 is how what how does that affect us as a normal uh, uh western human like are we we are uh putting out different vibrations with different uh emotional states a different uh different mm. like thought patterns like when we're thinking about certain things and how we focus uh, whether we're holding on to yeah. grudges or not, I mean, is that I'm trying to translate that because that, I think yeah, that's...
1: definitely, yeah, definitely. Um, I think we kind of jump around a bit based on what we're focusing on, that exactly what you're saying. Um, like my energy feels a bit lower today because I got sucked into that debate last night, which I kind of wish I had it. Uh-oh. and then I had to sort of pick myself up again this morning and go, you know what, it doesn't matter. Because I live in my own frequency. Mm-hmm. And actually, every time there's a recession, for some reason, we do better. I don't know what happens. But it reminded me, like, because I don't live based on, you know, what they're going to do for me. I live and I take responsibility for my own life. I can't live by, oh, are they going to feed me? No, I'm going to feed myself. Like, right? That sort of mentality. Like, I can't live dependent So, you know, um, it is about, it definitely is about focus because at any given time, like I said, we can focus on heaven or hell, the light or the darkness. There's plenty of darkness to look at. There's plenty of woe is me, whatever story, but it takes, and I do think being in the world that is sort of a default setting of the ego. Um, even though our natural state is love, peace, and joy, if you don't choose that, um, if you don't choose those things on purpose, the ego is just going to run the show and take over and look at this and look at that and those people and, you know, that whole thing.
0: Yeah. So, so we have a it default. does take we have the have a choice. default of like separation. Is that what you're saying? Like if you're not intentional, yeah. the default is.
1: Yeah. The default is the fear paradigm that, you yeah. know, the matrix because that's what we created when we split from God or thought we did in dreams i'm talking not in reality but we think we left god and we made this fearful world and where god wasn't really welcome and it was the story of separation that we could the ego could hide out in so that's just based on you know that's the story of the course and and how the split happened in truth it never happened we've never left we're just hallucinating but look it doesn't matter what you you can wake up you know i'll give you a great example mother teresa was awake she undid this cycle of birth and death because she saw everybody with the eyes of love so compassion love is the fastest way to raise your vibration and it's the fastest way out of this dream Mm. illusion is to see your brother as yourself because in him you'll either lose yourself or find yourself because that is the reflection so um sometimes you just have to put yourself in that love vibration it's not always going to happen naturally without some focus and so it's like you know i'm just going to make an intention i'm not going to wait for the feeling i'm going to set an intention to love and to be compassionate and to be kind because we're all going through quite an intense battle you know yeah even even if we're not We're we're in this together. We're in this collectively. So we are, you know. That's all anybody deserves is love and compassion. Even if they're on a different party and a different side to you, that's all they deserve because it makes sense based on where they stand. Makes sense to them, their view or their all of it, their life experience, how they operate in the world. Even people that act crazy, if you really knew their story, you know, you wouldn't judge. We wouldn't judge.
0: Oh yeah, so much going yeah. on that we don't know, right? That not only yeah. chemically and historically and genetically but but karmically we're coming into this world with with stuff and decisions that we don't remember. Do you- exactly.
1: Yeah. I know, and I had that feeling this year like I signed up for this crap. You know, like and then spirit gave me very like a download about it um and said that this, we've agreed to this, and that this needs to happen to alchemize and um, kind of reach down and get to these deeper levels of fear for many old souls to uh, be able to transmute that energy. Like we wouldn't, if you don't get to the fear, if it doesn't transmute, if it's not able to come to the surface and be forgiven and let go and re-alchemize back in, right, or cleared out of the field then it's just a block it's just another block to the awareness of love's presence and that's what we're waking up to so we're that all we are is love all there is is love but it's just a funny way to do it because it's like in this shit show go find the pony you know find the love in this it's challenging a pony
0: in here somewhere that's right
1: it, it's challenging but you know the journey's in it's not you're not going to find it on your television screen
0: no, that's happens, sure. no
1: you know the journey the piece pieces were then and until we find inner peace, we're not going to fix the world. It's no. an individual. If everybody just focused on their own forgiveness lessons and their own inner peace, we'd all be awake. Yeah. And there would be no problems. But, and know, what if the world if was working perfectly?
0: Out, perfectly out, a Perfectly catalyst machine to help us to choose. You know, it's like perfectly to, you know, to be the, the mirror. Yeah. What yes. if that works?
1: Yeah. So. I know it's an intense time and for some people they're just trying to get through it. They're just trying to survive it. And that's okay. Like I'm not saying I don't win the war every day and sh- choose love. Sometimes I get right into the, I get sucked right in. Cause you know, as an old soul, I've got all the stories to go along with all the possible scenarios. So
0: tell me more about you know. old, soul. old soul versus uh, so I, when, when we met. I was- So you told me that I was uh, not an old soul, but a new soul. You had a different word for it, though. What is it called?
1: I would say, and you may not be new in terms of young. You may be, I feel with you that you're more of a volunteer here, more of a starseed. So I I used to say new. I don't say new as much because it could be misinterpreted um, as a young soul, like immature or um, unconscious uncaring because they can you know other regressionists might judge them as such but um, I look at it more like there's two main categories that I run into one is old earth soul which are just doing the cycle of birth and death hundreds and thousands of times and we get stuck in the karmic wheel our old patterns especially victimhood that's a big one for old souls so there's that category, and then I run into a lot of star seeds or newer to Earth. So they come here more as volunteers, and they're not necessarily young. They could have spent just as they're just as old as the rest of us, just not Earth-based, been in higher frequencies, higher dimensions, and so they come in here to more of a volunteer as opposed to I would have, even though I would have chosen on some level this incarnation and agreed to certain things in the script. I would have had less choice about it. I I would have had to come back to balance. You could say balance my karma, release my patterns, like clear these patterns. So often we do that through repeat. We do the same thing over, but we don't know how to, we don't know how to actually clear it. Unless you go into, I don't think we would consciously, because it's all in the unconscious, so it stays buried. I'll give you an example. In my past life, my most recent life, we're talking in linear terms because we're talking about time and space, so that's how we work here. Um, My past life, I drove off a cliff and died, and I killed a child. In this life, I drove off the road and my best friend died why would i repeat that like that sounds insane like why would i and i saw the whole planning meeting now this was 20 years ago or longer 30 years ago i think i was a teenager and so the amount of guilt i carried from that life where i accidentally drove off a cliff because i was looking in the rear vision mirror at a toddler that so I was a man in that life. I was like a uh, dad that had his child on the weekends and I was very, I felt very um, inept or I didn't feel adequate because I had a little girl and I didn't know how to relate to her and I wasn't a parent very much and I was overcompensating. So here I was watching her in the rear vision mirror and I drive right off the road and I'm somewhere touristy. Like maybe Hawaii or somewhere I'm up and it's elevated and there's not a lot of good road ways, and this is like the 50s. And I just drive right off the road, and I have so much guilt about ending her life more than mine because she's like three, that I don't go into heaven. Like I don't go into the light. I can't go into the light because I feel so guilty that I've done this thing. And I didn't do it on purpose. But this is the sort of thing that follows us around. And I somehow write into my script that I'll do it again because I'm trying to clear the guilt. But we would never put that together unless we did a regression or was able to, you know, it's taking me a while to put that, piece it together. Like, why would I repeat that? Because I'm trying to, this is the ego's way at trying to fix a problem. It's ridiculous. It's insanity. So this is sort of insane stuff we do to out myself, but you know.
0: So your ego, uh, your ego, this separate identity follows us after death then.
1: It does to an extent because we're still separated. We're still individuals. So heaven, the afterlife, the resting place, it's more like um, a resting place to take place. We take a break and then you, renegotiate, you negotiate your next lifetime. And so we're trying to resolve things, but often we're just like, repeat them, write them into the script. Like I'll do it again. And then this time I'll learn. Like, how would you ever learn that? Other than, you know, don't drive a car, maybe won't be good. But it took me 20 years to allow myself to even be happy because of how guilty I felt. And, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know, you're talking this way yeah in this lifetime so i didn't know obviously what was happening but the amount of guilt when that happened and how devastated i was because i'd already compounded the guilt from the last lifetime you know i already it's like i took that on again when this happened so whenever we have an overreaction to something that happens that doesn't sort of fit the crime even though it would, you would say it'd be appropriate to feel bad about that, you know, and I fell asleep at the wheel, it's a long story, I was on an eight-hour drive, got lost, had no air conditioning, was overdressed, like, got too warm, my friend was asleep, it was a whole thing, like, it wasn't just total, it was, you know, was it total negligence, it wasn't like I was drunk driving or something like that, but it was a whole set of circumstances, and it was written into the script, And I saw her, and so so sometimes we do write these crazy things in. And so often when I have clients, I'll ask them, I'll feel into the energy of it, I'll ask if they want to clear their their contracts. Because we have these contracts, like I'm going to go through a divorce or I'm going to get, you know, lose everything or have a horrible disease so that I'll learn this X, Y, Z. It's like, just learn it now. You don't have to always learn things through a horror. Let's let's stop there
0: before we go too far. Yeah. There's a planning meeting. I want you to talk Mm -hmm. about that. And then there's contracts that you agree to. We're not talking about you as we know you here. We're talking about you in between lives in this place that is maybe almost heaven or this other dimension where we're not in a body, we're not incarnate, but we still have uh, an identity as us, we still are separate. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I like that better than ego because I wouldn't say because like when you channel souls that are crossed over, they they're quite free of ego. They don't really have that, you know. They're always like full of forgiveness. They don't care if their spouse moves on, marry somebody else. Like you know, things that they would might bug them in their personality here, but yeah, we're still individuated. So on the other side, we do these crazy things where we we get these people that are going to drive us nuts. And then we, we agree to be born into their family. Wow. Like, I don't know. Or, or, you know, people say, cause we choose our parents. So yeah. yeah, we do, but it's like, they have to be an energetic match. So, you know, I was born with a belief that no one cared. So I had parents that would sort of keep that story going because that was something I'm trying to, that was something I was trying to resolve in me. So, you know, it can just, this is why we want to undo the ego because the ego is pretty nuts. And really, at the end of the day, it just wants to keep these stories going. It looks like it's trying to help us heal, but it kind of just keeps us entrenched. You know, mm-hmm. it, in, it, it really wants to, it, it acts like it's here to sort of protect us and keep us safe and all that, but it's really trying to keep itself safe, keep yep. itself alive. So, yeah, it was interesting to see. planning meeting because it was like oh yeah here are all the characters that the main characters that have been problematic in my life and they're all and i'm begging them to play their role like i'm asking them to play these difficult roles and they're agreeing you know and then they're having their planning meetings and it all kind of comes together Mm -hmm. so to some extent because we're still we're not back in oneness we're still in the story so heaven and earth are both illusory they're different sides to the same illusory coin it's still illusion because you're individuated but oneness is when there's no more need for any of it and it all disappears as we go back into oneness which means everyone you've ever loved every animal you've ever loved all one whole complete ball of love so to speak is the closest we can come to understanding it in our concept, because
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's without form and it's just pure bliss. So that's my goal. let's awake. So when you talk about awakening, that's what they really mean—not death, not just leaving your body and going to heaven. That's not. That's not it. Mm-hmm. That's a temporary break between hallucinations. What's well, the different hallucination?
0: Right, uh, a, a one degree awake so that you can go yeah. back to the less awake
1: it's nice <laughs> go back I mean, to the workshop e- yeah it's easy but the thing about it is you forget you come in and you forget everything anyway
0: yep. so so as a yeah. past life regressionist um this is this is what you do you help people to uh to integrate these concepts that often have no real meaning like forgiveness and love and uh um, these kind of things, and, and and help people to see how that's what they're here to do, and why they suffer has to do with those things. It, is I'm kind of putting as yeah. What you just it said,
1: usually, it usually comes down to self-love. That's what we're really doing is healing our own concepts of where we judge ourselves. That's a lot of what we're doing. Um,
0: and you can speed it up, right? What's that? You can speed it up. Like you can actually talk to somebody's like higher self or higher version of themselves, I correct? Yeah. Yep. I would assume that would speed up whatever process that.
1: Yeah. And that's always good for them to hear too and, and realize that they're not their ego. They're more than that. So <laughs> they're not just the crazy voice in their head. They're actually, um, they're the sort, they're connected to all wisdom all knowledge. So once you tune into the higher self problems can, can get eradicated quite quickly a lot of people wouldn't know how to do that but it's just the peaceful observer that is in the background that's your true self your higher self true nature
0: do we have different higher selves or are we all the same higher self how's that work well that's a good question
1: um i think that's where we join i think that's where we meet yeah
0: we all have the we are the same but i mean higher self. yeah
1: well if i ask your higher self a question. It would be different. You might probably get a different answer to what I'd get based on
0: your based on my you know, individuation.
1: So yeah, individuated. It would depend what we're asking about, but there's always the truth to it. There's always real wisdom, tr- real truth to the higher self, and it's not so hung up about like what we do and you know the the micro details. It's more about the bigger picture, and the higher self always has a sort of a, a vibe of look just relax don't worry so much right yeah. it's always sort of this feeling of everything's actually okay yeah you know so yeah but that's a good question i have to think about that one i Ta- would you know i don't know
0: tell me about karma what what is that because we mentioned that earlier and uh you talked about unraveling and um uh, what is that and and is that part of what we're doing here is something to do with karma
1: um yeah yeah i love talking about karma first of all it's not punishment god's not making you you know people say like karma's is a bitch and all that it's like yeah <laughs> look can't, you know god's not punishing us it's not like what we have to we do it to ourselves if we punish ourselves more well, than god ever would
0: part of the planning um,
1: yeah so yeah we write this crap in um and we don't have to you can just say I'm, I just clear my soul contracts. I just clear any anything I've might have written into my script that is not in my highest good, that's not fun, that's not joyful.
0: So you could, could say
1: something very simple. You don't even have to. You just say, "I just clear it." Just make it a white page. I fill it in myself. If Anybody can anything, do that. If there's anything that wouldn't, yeah, because you're the boss, so yeah, you can just change. You can change that. You have you
0: to it. At a certain place to be able to make that effective?
1: No. Just use your intention and just, yeah. And some people could be intuitive enough to go in and look at what they've written, feel into what it is. Is there anything problematic coming up that I've written in that's going to be, that I could learn another way, a gentler way, now that I'm more in an awake place or more in, you know, not an ego-driven, let's figure this out myself way like more of a okay it's what's the what's the it can be we can wake up gently and enjoy that's what the course says so that's what i'm going with gently and enjoy it doesn't have to be through devastation we don't have to wake up because we lose everything it's a classic one where people you know the whole midlife crisis lose everything people write that stuff in they don't have to don't have to agree to that so yeah you just use your intention and just say, okay, I'm gonna neutralize or clear anything that's not helpful.
0: Yeah. I just signed up for that just now.
1: Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, so um karma is it's just balancing energy, really. And I think it's patterns that we wanna clear. So a pattern of victimhood or Uh, I think an easy example would be um, when we go from victim to victimizer and our lives flip, like, you know, that can be a cycle for some people. They're either the victim or the perpetrator and lives can flip. And it sounds like far fetched, but I guess all of this probably is to some people. (laughs) Um, And then, so it's about breaking that cycle and not always being either the victim or the attacker. And then, so we want to neutralize that karma so now we go into more of a peaceful place. We step out of conflict and we just decide, I'm done with that. I'm done with being at war. Because many of us old souls have just been warring for millennia and we're exhausted. Look, and we're still doing it. So it's like, you have to make a conscious decision to step out of conflict and... And I'm going to renew that one because I've been getting sucked in too. So I'm just going to remind myself to renew that commitment to come out of conflict. And I can still, I can be at peace in an insane world in a warring world. I can still choose my own vibration, my own, what my world's going to be. I have to just go on with the flow of the world. I can be in my own. Thing, but talk about karma because it's a really good people get really confused about karma so the ego would say look i've got to come back and and make up make amends and make up for all this stuff forgiveness is the fastest way to neutralize karma Mm. It, it never happened i'm just dreaming this it only happened in dreams really so i know that even as a regressionist i know that these are people's dream lifetimes you know, to them it was real, to me it was real when I was in it, but just like a dream, it disappears when you wake up, but when you're not awake, you still think you're in it, so the ego would want us to go through all this stuff and jump through all these hoops and prove ourselves and all this, but that's all nonsense, the truth is none of that is necessary, To just Go right to peace right now, right to heaven right now, and just remember I'm whole and complete. I'm completely innocent. The only thing I've ever done is dreamed. And, and no one's really guilty for that. You wouldn't ever say someone's guilty of having a nightmare. No, they're just dreaming. Mm. So the whole karma thing, it is what people believe. If you think all, you've got all this karma, some people really believe they have a ton of karma and they think they've got to work it out. Oh, look, you can go that route if you want, but I'm all for easy street. What's the easiest, fastest way? Like, so yeah, I don't get too hung up on it. And look, I wrote it into my own script, but I wouldn't have figured that out unless I did what I do, this' coming into this, figured out my own, mm. you know, stuff. So, do
0: you think the the energetic place of of uh, the planet, like a, of the consciousness of the planet or the community, have uh, an impact on on how uh, like the scripts that we write uh, before we get here or or when we get here. Like you say let's take the easy street, well, you know, what if you're born into Genghis Kong time and uh, I mean it would be right then and this than is now why
1: and this is why we want to undo while we appear to be here. Because don't wait till you're born into, you know that kind of world. Don't wait until, because like, you know, it's easy. We're in Orange County. We're having a good dream. It's pretty sweet, right? Mm. But that doesn't mean any next life couldn't wake up and be, you know, have no food, no water, and no parents. So, you know, it, we bounce around. There's no promise that it's always a upward trajectory of lives that improve. It doesn't, it's not how it works.
0: Mm.
1: So... That's why we want to undo it because just because we might be having a pleasant dream right now doesn't mean it can't change next week next yes. month you know because nightmares have a, a tendency to do that no. um, but it does it does ease up as you undo it it does get easier there's more peace there's less stress it does you do make progress the things that used to trigger me don't trigger me as much well this right now might not be the best example but in general like you know when it's not the shit's not really hitting the fan you know it's like okay um, there's definitely a progress and that's where you can often that's where you see your progress is oh yeah well last time this time last year I was like a completely different person hmm. you know because yeah. not you don't act the same way you don't talk the same way you don't do anything the same shifts are tell, me-
0: my- tell me how is this uh, this gift Gifting uh, that you have happened because we do. I don't, it doesn't seem like we all have the ability to uh, be a past life regressionist or a spiritual intuitive, uh, or do we? I mean, is this are you special, or how did it happen to you? And is it something that that is a pre life thing that has to, has to be well,
1: addressed? um. I, I do have the ability to see past lives. Um, and I'm a regressionist. So the anyone can learn to be a regressionist. And I do think if you really wanted the gift to see past lives, you could give yourself to that. Like study, learn, be open, ask guides, you know, tune into the Akashic Records. I definitely think it's learnable. I was given it like instantaneously in about 2000, Was it 15 or 16? Uh, I think early. Anyway, back there somewhere, 15. Um, And so it was weird. It was like I didn't, I never had this before. And then suddenly I could tune into somebody and get a mini movie about their past life. And it started with a girl in a park and they were doing exposure therapy with this little girl. And she was about, I don't know, quite young, maybe seven, six or seven. And she had a phobia of birds. Like you knew without really being intuitive, like this girl is terrified of being at this park. It was one of those parks with a little pond and massive birds, like the big geese. And they were doing exposure therapy with her. I knew very quickly because there was a therapist with a, a book and the mother and the little girl because the little girl was Asian, so the mother and little girl were Asian, white therapist lady with her spreadsheet, and intuitively, and this is before I knew that I could see past lives, um, and because I was doing this course, and it said, you're going to meet your guides, and then they're going to give you a gift, and this was the next day, and I go, oh, okay, like, what happened yesterday, so I intuitively knew that not only did she have a fear of birds but it came from a past life and it probably was to do with her death in a past life. Like I could see these birds pecking her on a road and she was a child in that life and got targeted by these birds and it led to her death. And so I look and I'm not somebody that goes up to people. This is very awkward like how, how do you you know break this one down to people. Um, but I knew I had to do it. Like this is a little girl and I knew that this is a child. And this is re-traumatizing her. They mean well, no offense to the therapist, whatever. But this was re-traumatizing her back to a past life death. Like I knew this intuitively. And right away that what had happened, like I saw the whole thing. And I knew that this was past life related. And they're trying to just fix her in this life with exposure therapy. And she screamed the whole way from the car. She didn't want to get out of the car. This is a kid that probably wouldn't even go outside was really bad. You know, it was a really profound phobia. And here they bring it into this park with these massive birds, like adults would be afraid of, right? And so I go up to the lady, I go up to the, and Spirit's saying, go for the mother. Don't ignore the therapist. Just go right for the mother. Because look, a mother doesn't care what she's got to do. When a child's, a child's in pain, you're going to do whatever you've got to do to get that child out of suffering. So I went right for the mother. And I said, look, um, I can't remember what I said. I think I just said i was a psychic because I thought, well, this is a psychic ability. Yeah. And I just thought, I've got to have some credence. So I think I called myself a psychic at that moment. And I went, Well, sure some truth too. Um, look, I'm a psychic. She did you know me. And i have never been in that park. And i have never been at that park at that time of day. I had my dogs. I decided to go to a different park. The whole thing was set, total set up. And I go, look, I'm a psychic. And this is a past life trauma, past life. I kept saying past life problem, you need to find a past life, and I don't really know who she should go to, I just thought, a past life person, a past life therapist, or past life progressionist, and you're not gonna, you're re-traumatizing here, like, this is not gonna work, and, you know, I had to just suck it up and go, and the therapist did not like me from the second, it was like, excuse me, we're doing therapy here, so, like, she was all up in my grill, yeah, you know, but I was like, session, yeah yeah i was totally messing with their session like right and she's trying to give this little girl stars for you know getting a step closer to the park and the kid's like got her hands over her ears and she's screaming bloody murder yeah like there's no this is not working like come on yeah anyway so i just had to deliver the message right and then i had to just go on my way and you know started walking my dogs around the park and they never got any closer to these birds they kind of sat on this wall they also sort of, took a few steps back I think and sort of sat on this wall and I'm like you know what I'm the messenger I can't what am I going to do force them to leave the park there's nothing I could do <laughs> That's but it was weird because I felt I was pleased with myself that I actually said something because to go up to strangers is quite yeah. challenging for me
0: in my culture courage. you
1: know like yeah um, but it was like I just gotta do it. Like, I was just so I had chills all over my body. There was no way I could get away with not doing it.
0: Wow. And then
1: but so I felt pleased that I would said something, but also it felt unsettled because I just worried about this little girl. Like what happens if she finds somebody and I'm just picturing like hopefully the mother just went home and Googled, like and try you know, because you're gonna wanna try anything even if it's not even in your belief system, suddenly you consider it when it's a kid. Right. You know? So the next day when I was doing this study at home study course and it said, meet your guides, which I'd already done, and they said, they're going to give you a gift. Well, I felt like they gave me the gift to see past lives. So I do think it's something you could definitely learn or give yourself to, like mediumship. Anybody can learn how to talk to souls that have crossed over. It's not a gift as such. Some people are very good at it because they've practiced. So I don't really see, I used to call these things gifts, you know, I even call my own cause it felt like that. It felt like you were given something, but you can also learn it. Your energy healing is amazing. Like there's so many things that you can learn that are really quite astounding and they're all within our capabilities. We just, it's not, we're not taught to focus on that, but no. we're all highly intuitive. We're all telepathic. We can actually read each other's thoughts and you know, any number of things astral travel teleport like you can learn to levitate you can whatever you're into you know but i'm more about not so much about the supernatural is the result mm-hmm. you know who cares if you can levitate can you help somebody feel better right i think that's more
0: important i can levitate but my life sucks
1: <laughs> right yeah exactly and there's plenty of people like that
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorrows. Let my cat in that's
0: I hear a little. little did you so hear the meowing? The I persistent. did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's well, neutral. Anyway. So tell me as, as uh, we wrap this, this uh, wonderful time up, uh, and maybe, uh, or for maybe just a short time, we'll say, uh, until another time, what is it that you think God w- would like us to know? Hmm.
1: I think that at the end of the day, that all is well, you know, just to relax. That's what I think. Like, you know, it's okay. It's nothing we have to do. Or maybe you're not here. That's maybe what God would say. You're not here. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> you're safe. Yeah. Although,
1: you know, yeah, you're safe. You're eternal spirit. You cannot yeah. be anything but safe. Yeah. And you're not, a, you're not a body. So you, you must be safe because without a body, suddenly well, we have no problems, no fears, no issues, right?
0: Mm, that's right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Marianne. I really appreciate yeah. your presence and work in the world. Uh, if anybody wants to get a hold of Marianne Rogers, past life regressionist, spiritual intuitive, a number of other uh, skill sets that she's been given and worked at, uh, get a hold of her at MarianneRogers.com, which is... M-A-R-Y-A-N-N-E-R-O-D-G-E-R-S.com. Is that right?
1: Yeah, very good. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Uh, You can also call her directly if you want. 949-742-2059. And uh, her lovely accent. She's from New Zealand. That's a side note, but it's cool. Uh (laughs) Thank you. um, And check her out. She is a lovely lovely person with uh, a wonderful way and I think it'd be wonderful to connect with you and um, and thank you thank you so much
1: thank you it was awesome that hour went really quick
0: (laughs) really quick I know yeah we'll have to do it again and we can talk about uh what I was texting you about of maybe uh, exemplifying something that you do I don't know Mm -hmm. We'll and I
1: love your I love your topic. I love that the focus is on awake, being awake. So that's good. That's exciting. It
0: that is exciting. It's yeah. a
1: good yeah. topic.
0: Yep. All right. We'll talk to you soon, Marianne.
1: All right. Thanks so much, Simone.